Hey there, welcome to Narrative Society. My name is Josh Bull and I'm so excited to be sharing this podcast with you. We live in a world full of stories, but our life is telling a story. And so that's what this podcast is all about, finding the power in our stories. And so in this first season, I want to share with you a little bit of my story, specifically around death, grief, and loss. So make sure you subscribe and get ready for the Narrative Society podcast. Hey there, excited for this episode and I hope you are too. Today we're going to be talking about trying to come to grips with the reality of grief in a world that just keeps on moving. There's this pressure, I think, when it comes to grief of you just got to move on. Like you need to uh, come to grips with the reality and just get your life sorted. And I just never forget the moment uh, when I came back to America after being in Australia with my family after my mom had died and just being so shocked at this feeling like the world keeps spinning, but I'm still in utter chaos. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. And if you're new to the podcast, I'd encourage you to go back to the beginning of this season and kind of listen through as I uh, tell the story of my mom passing away in the grief journey. Uh, But to remind us all and catch us up to speed at where we're at in the story, four days before Christmas, my mom passed away suddenly. And I'm in America and we jump on a plane, we fly to Australia and we're in Australia. uh, And I remember holding my dad and just trying to come to grips with this reality that my mom was gone. Then we wake up on Christmas morning, my mom is not in the seat that she had sat in once before and we're making decisions about what we would do with journeying through this grief, a burial or cremation and we have to make plans for the funeral and then we're just exhausted from all the adrenaline running through our body and then I find myself on the last day in Australia scattering my mom's ashes early one morning. And so it would be Uh, the time for us to say goodbye to my family and jump on a plane and head back to America to get on with quote-unquote life. And that's what I want to journey through in this episode. And uh, I, again, just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It means the world to me that you would take the time to listen to a little bit of my story. And I hope always my goal uh, with Narrative Society is helping all of us see the power in our stories. Uh, But specifically in this part of the story that I want to share with you is just kind of saying goodbye to my family and then jumping on a plane and coming back to America. It was kind of a scary moment because me and my family had been journeying together in the first couple weeks of grief, like in tight proximity. We'd had a lot of meals together. We'd had a lot of meals together and... We had had a lot of meals together and now it was like we had journeyed together and uh, cried together and laughed together. But now it was like me and Taylor were saying goodbye to them as we were about to jump on a plane and head back to America. And I remember really clearly that morning uh, when I was down by the beach um, feeling like, God, tell me, you just got to get to 2020. We were now in January of 2019 and feeling like God saying, you just need to go back to America and get to 2020. Because I was wrestling with this guilt of, man, do we need to pack our bags and move back to Australia to be with our family? Like, I feel so selfish going back to America and leaving my family high and dry. And like, we need to journey through this together. That's what I felt. But I remember having a conversation with my dad kind of in those last few hours together uh, in Australia and just asking dad plain and simply like, do you want us to move back? 
and him very confidently looking me in the eyes and be like, no, Josh, uh, your mom was so proud of you in America with everything that you're doing and we're proud of you and you need to go back. And just kind of feeling like I was, had this permission from my dad to go back to America and continue on um, with our life and, and the community and the life that we're building in the States. But it definitely wasn't easy because we're there in those last few moments and we didn't necessarily have like another trip book and we didn't know when we would see each other again. And so it was kind of these last few moments kind of soaking in. I just remember a lot of times like looking in my, my sister's eyes and my dad's eyes and just like honestly feeling so proud of them and of us that I was like almost like, man, we've only, there's only been two weeks since mum's passed, but I think mum would be proud of how we've responded in this. And it was like one of those moments that I, I felt uh, confident in, in, again, how my mum had wired and, and created us. And we knew, even though our mum was not there in that moment with us in the decision making, uh, we still knew her heart. And I think that's one of the things about death and grief is like the people may depart and not be with us, but we still know their heart. We still know the way that they have created us if we've been around them for a while and that was our circumstances. And so I felt like we knew mom's heart of like, hey, family, like keep your head up, look to God, do this together, love one another and keep on going. And so we all kind of made a commitment to each other like, hey, we're going to keep journeying through this and, and walking through this together and try and stay as healthy and, and as strong for one another as we can. But it was time to say goodbye. And so we pack our bags and our suitcases and it's kind of like a somber moment and we fill the car up and we're having those last few chats and we get to the airport and um, I just wanted to take a photo with my family one last time. So we asked the, these other people who are at the airport to take a photo of us and we take this photo and it's like we kind of put on a fake smile, but we're also kind of um, proud, I think, of each other, of journeying through this pain. And it's like, I, I often just look back on that photo and I, I looked at it just before recording this episode, just to remind myself of that that moment. And just like the heaviness and the weariness and the, and the tiredness that I think we all felt from those first intense two weeks after my mum had passed. But also look back at that photo of just a ragtag family that's like trying its, its best. And I think sometimes when it comes to grief, like I just encourage anyone and I, I just think back on our stories like, man, you can't be perfect. Like there's no textbook that's going to help you to down to a T. There's like, man, you just need to have grace and try to put one foot in front of the other. And you may not be able to see long term. Like we had no idea what the next three years of our life looked like fast forward to now. But it was like, man, we had all made a commitment. Like we're just going to put one foot in front of the other. And that's why I love that little photo that we have together outside the airport that we all look tired and weary we all just look like we need to go have a shower and just lie in our bed for a week but I'm just proud of us and so we we hugged and we said goodbye and Taylor and I walk into the airport and, and it's the same same feeling that I've had so many times in the grief journey and there's so many people who are excited for travel and I'm I often just catch myself in moments like in big places like this and Taylor and I honestly love traveling I don't know about you if you like traveling or not but we get excited to travel. We love going to airports because of the adventure that awaits us. We may not necessarily like the plane, but we love what's on the other side of that journey. And I'm, I'm walking uh, with Taylor in this airport 
And just again, think to myself, like, man, where are all these people going? Are they off onto an adventure in Bali or Hawaii? Or are they on a work trip? Or are they going to go explore a place that they've never been to? Or are there other people in this airport who are grieving like us, traveling to go be with loved ones who have passed away? Or just another moment where I thought, man, you got you to gotta keep in perspective every single human being that you're around has a story. And so we go and we check our bags in and we hop on the plane. And I just remember that flight kind of, even when I think back to it now, like kind of being a bit of a blur, honestly. I remember being in the terminal because it was super early in the morning um, and just kind of looking through photos of my mom and on my phone and just kind of reflecting like, man, I just remember flying to Australia a couple of weeks ago and all the adrenaline of trying to feeling like I'm on battleground touching down in Australia. And now I'm at the airport about to fly back to America and go back to quote unquote normal life, our our friends, the work, the things that we were a part of, but still feeling like our body part had been severed from my body and still in deep, deep, deep pain, but just kind of feeling like, all right, here we go. We're about to try and get used to some sort of a new life without my mom. So we're sitting at the airport and I I just remember looking through photos and again, just thinking and looking and I'm just like people watching around me as little kids are running down past the chairs and business guys are in suits and just all the, the different dynamics of humanity. And I'm just feeling in great despair, but just kind of like still got my battle shoes on, like I got to get through this travel. So I find myself on the plane and just again, find myself daydreaming and thinking about my mom and thinking about the future that she's not going to be there. At times on the plane, uh, tears will kind of well up in my eyes of just the agony that my mom's gone. And just now for the first time in a while, I've got, again, another extended space of time to reflect and to think and to feel the full wave of emotion and just try my best to feel all of it and remember mom and I got my journal out and just jotted down memories. And I think that's one of the most therapeutic things I would do is just like write down in my journal little memories and try and articulate on paper how I was feeling and kind of feeling nervous to get back to America and didn't really know what the other other life was about to look like. And my mom wasn't going to text me or my mom wasn't going to call me. And somehow I was supposed to get on with life with my mom gone. Like, how do you do that? After going through the big long travel of flying from Australia to America, we land in Greenville, South Carolina, where uh, two of our friends came to pick us up. I'm feeling exhausted and tired from all the travel and all the two weeks of just trying to come to grips with with the reality of everything. There's like two of our best friends who come and pick us up. And I had felt, uh, this strange dichotomy of like we've almost built two lives that we have our life in Australia that these these friends and people that we've grown up with as kids and in high school and uh, early marriage and now we'd moved to America and we had this whole another chapter of life of friends that we were building and community that we were building in the states and now we're flown across the world and we're back in America and we just I'd felt the prayers of our American friends and all the people over here and now we're back to quote unquote this life. And so uh, our friends, Parker and Mary Pat, pick us up. And I just remember just how loving and, and gracious they were to us. They didn't necessarily have the right words to say. And it was kind of felt I'm not necessarily even awkward, but it just it didn't feel forced. And that's what I think is so 
powerful about just great friendships is you don't feel like you have to put on a mask and you don't feel like you have to pretend like everything's great and uh, that just friends kind of meet you in the pain and that's just something I was so grateful for we're on this they're, they're our first friends that we see back in America since my mom had passed and uh, just that car ride from the airport back to our home I'll just never forget even this I don't even necessarily remember what we talked about but I just remember the way they made us feel and like they're some of our best friends who had been with us through the fire and that's what you need in life is friends who will go through the fire with you and not necessarily have the right words to say or feel like they need to fix it but just like man we're with you in it and and I just felt that deep love and compassion from them and they drive us to our house and you got to remember that we had only got the keys to this house that we were coming back to four, uh, four days before my mom had passed. So when we left uh, for Australia, our house was still like in boxes and barely set up. And, and there was like when we brought the house, we needed to do a bunch of like landscaping and we just like had left the house kind of in a mess because we had to fly back to Australia. So we uh, land land back and we, we drive to our house. We get back late at night and we get to the house and it was one of the feelings I'll just never forget. Uh, we pull up and like already you can notice something different about the house. Like people had either like come and done a bunch of landscaping because like all the trees and everything looked perfectly like treated and I was like just in utter shock like what happened and then they said just come on come inside and then we go inside and then like our, our home group crew that uh, had some of our first friends in America were just waiting for us inside this house and I remember like this big sign that they had put in our, our lounge room of like welcome home and uh, they had filled our fridge with food and, and drinks and um, done their best to like make our house not feel like it was still in boxes and had just fully done their best to like move us into our house and it was just like the coolest feeling in the world because you kind of feel like still disorientated but it was like back and just felt this immediate huge hug from our community and I just, just remember standing in the lounge room just like overwhelmed with joy and shock that Taylor and I were going through this horrific, painful circumstance, but here's a community who had done something so proactive to show love towards us that they told us that while we're in, a, in America, they got some of the guys together and, and I still don't even know all the people who came over and I'm still, I, I don't even know all and I'm just so grateful. But like a bunch of people from in our community had heard our story and came over to like clean the house and uh do all sorts of things to like help us move into the house and cut the grass and do all sorts of things and just feeling again so grateful for this community and we um, sat in the living room that night and we told a little bit of the story of of um, our time in Australia and and then we kind of had a funny moment where Taylor uh, struggles sometimes to decide like the orientation of furniture or not necessarily struggles to decide but just like had all of us working because we were just making having fun like moving some of the couches around and I just remember like laughing like all right let's put this kind of setup of the living room and then Taylor's like all right let's change and all the guys are like moving stuff around but just like that night was like marked with laughter and fun and joy and just sitting in in those early moments coming back with a community and, and friends who had our back and that was just the most um thing that I, I, I felt the immediately uh, tone setter for returning to America was, man, mum's gone and we're in pain, 
but just feeling like looking around this room, it's like this community is going to help us through it. And again, it wasn't like they had the most perfect words, but they just showed, man, we love you guys and we got your back. And and we made a commitment that night to like be there um, together and go through this together. And I'm so grateful as time will go by, as we tried to get back to a quote unquote, a normal life, um, friends who didn't forget to keep on asking, like, how are you doing with your mom, Josh? Like, they, they stepped into it and talked openly and honestly about the funeral and saying how beautiful it was. And um, I'm just so grateful for people who weren't afraid of the pain. And I think sometimes like I know it's difficult to when you're talking with people in painful situations, like you don't know what to say, but I just think it's all about the way in which you say it. And you can say, man, I don't have all the answers, but I just want to say, I'm sorry that you're going through this. I don't have all the right answers, but I just want to say, your mom seems like a phenomenal lady. I'm not trying to fix everything and just being with people in the pain. And that's why I was so grateful for our community that night of, of it was the people there were a representation of a wider community around us. And um, that's why it's so important, I believe, to be in a church community that the church thrives in pain. And we were never created to be in isolation or alone that when one member of the body hurts, the whole body hurts. And that's just the beautiful part of that that community, that crew that were in our house and, and other people who weren't in our house that night, but they represented a whole wider community. I truly believe to help us heal quicker in the grief journey if we ha- it, and, and it would have been way harder if we were just by ourselves in isolation. That's why I just encourage all of us collectively to keep leaning into community, keep being vulnerable, don't bottle things up. It's so imperative that we do everything in our power to fight for friendships and fight for community and and invite people over to our houses and build rich friendships in the good times because when you go through hard times, those great friendships are what you can lean on. And that's why I'm so grateful for my friends. And so any of our friends listening to this, you know who you are. We absolutely love you guys. You've changed our life and will forever Uh, And I could get emotional just thinking and talking about the people in our world. And so um, that was the journey of, of saying goodbye to our family, but coming back to a new chapter of life, but immediately feeling that, man, we got community around us. And so on the next episode, I want to talk about wrestling with this reality that how do you comprehend when I just remember having this community around me, but also seeing the world keep spinning and almost feeling angry and how counseling played a huge part in coming to grips with everything of my mom's passing. Uh, And we just have a couple more episodes left of me telling the grief journey. And I, I want to share this big miracle moment that took place. Uh, And then I'm really excited over the coming uh, weeks, uh, I'm about to start recording some interviews with other people who have gone through difficult, challenging uh, seasons and just like interesting stories. I'm really excited to share them with you. So I'd love it. And it would mean so much to me if you would uh, share this podcast with your friends. uh, And I hope this will be a great resource of just me trying to do my best of being vulnerable uh, with my grief journey. And I just want to encourage you to see the power in your story that you may not uh, see all of it working for good right now, but put your faith and trust in Jesus and see what could happen on the other side as we collectively live for legacy. So love you guys a lot. 
Hey there, I wanted to let you know I've created a free resource for you. It's 22 books for 2022. I put together some of my favorite books as a reading list for you that you can grab at joshuabull.org. And I'll see you guys on the next episode.